Need a quick hit of Marketing Smarts inspiration? Here it is. We have lifted portions of our Marketing Smarts episodes for those of you who need a quick jolt of marketing savviness right now. Refer to the description for how to find a longer form version. And with that, here it is. And one more final thing before we jump in, we've decided to the point Anne made about success or not so much success with some of the experiences to bring on a guest expert on the topic of text marketing to help all of you out there listening, put it into action in a useful way that is going to be a turn on for your customers or consumers mm-hmm. versus a turn off. And that is Aaron Waikey, co-founder and CEO of Leadferno. Aaron, welcome and please introduce yourself. Thank you so much, April and Anne for having me. Let's summarize me really quickly. I'm a lifelong digital entrepreneur addict, (laughs) 20 plus years uh, in digital marketing. For the last eight years, I've been on the software side. My uh, first software company called GatherUp that uh, I was part of with a few founders, we focused on uh, customer experience, customer feedback, and online reviews. We grew that to serve about 25,000 businesses globally and exited that literally like two months before the pandemic. So Mm. lots of life changes real quick in a hurry there. And Mm -hmm. that freed me up to work on my next idea, which is Leadferno, which uh, focuses on helping businesses have more conversations with their customers using two-way messaging, primarily focused on text messaging to help them close more leads faster, service customers better, improve communication, and have more efficiency in their business. Awesome. Well, we're super happy to have you. And I know based on the conversations we've had to date, this is going to be a good one. So with that, we will get into the value of text message marketing. Number one, it is a channel that's regularly used by most people. And this is one when I was talking to Aaron that I was like, um, duh. The one he, <laughs> when I, you know, I asked him sort of the question about why text and he was like, well, you know, it's something that gen- general population, right, by this point in time, they know how to use. And I know, Anne, you and I have talked on the show before about things like chatbots on websites and why those are not intuitive and they're not useful. And really, when you think about it, the beauty of text messaging is that all generations, like we've said, know what they're doing. I mean, even my dad, who is, well, now 66 years old as of last week, uh, was compelled to learn technology and text messaging specifically when he realized he was missing out on pictures of his grandkids Mm -hmm. so now he is well versed and in tune and able to do it and as soon as Aaron and I were talking about that that popped into my head and I'm like oh my gosh there's just so much beauty in the simplicity of that right Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. we always talk about meeting our customers and consumers where they are and this is a prime example of doing just that And we know on the other side, right, there's so much technology out there that we find our clients and their customers, it's like this constant fatigue where it's like, oh, come on, another one, another thing that I have to learn. And then as we've seen, if we go back to the example of chatbots, it's like not, there isn't just one version of a chatbot, right? So it's like, not only do you have to learn how to use that, you have to learn it on every platform or every time you're faced with it, depending on the integrations and the systems Mm -hmm. and the hosting and all of that that happens on that particular company's um, site. And so text messaging, on the other hand, does the opposite of that. And I I thought about this a little bit um, longer after our conversation, Aaron, because I was thinking about the transition that happened with text messaging, because I went back in my head to the first time that a client texted me and how invasive that felt. And I was like, oh, shoot, like, 
well, yeah, invasion of privacy, but then also I'm like, oh, text messaging. I have to get back to them immediately on this. I can't wait, right? Whereas mm. now I feel like text messaging has relaxed a little bit, quote unquote, where you can have text that you've sent out or text sitting there and it's not the mainstream thought now that it's like, oh, I have to get back to someone on that right away. And so you can let things sit and sort of take the time to respond. Uh, you're exactly right. We've done studies as well that, you know, Texting is people's number one communication channel. It's how we mm -hmm. communicate with friends and families, our interests, hobbies, organizations, whatever that might be, um, because it's shorter, it's more efficient. You know, just trading voicemails is probably one of the biggest pains any of us would have nowadays. Oh, mm -hmm. And when yes. you're trading voicemails with a business, it's like even worse because you maybe are going through a call tree trying to get to the voicemail box that you're going to leave the message. Then when they call back, am I free to take this call at this time? Mm -hmm. So that the asynchronous and the notification system and the, you know, communicate as you can, when you can, and super easily for people is one reason why text messaging, you know, has really come to dominate our personal communication and now the business communication side of things. And when you start to, to break that down, you know, it's, it's all about making it as easy as possible for prospects and customers to work with you. Mm -hmm. So when you offer the number one communication channel they're using and say, yeah, you can use this to talk with us. That's just a huge win shows your customer centric, makes it easy for them to ask a few questions and it makes it easy for you to get them in your sales process. Even if your sales process is answer a few questions on text and then book a meeting, book a zoom, get them into your office, a building, schedule an in-home appointment, depending on your business, whatever that might be. Then when you look at the side that you brought up for a business where you have that frustration of, you know, what's next? What's one more thing? You know, I finally maybe just got some social media mastered a little bit and now <laughs> you're throwing something else at me. You know, a lot of these business texting platforms, including ours, we integrate with other tools. So not only can you receive and reply text messages in one app that has business features, but you can do that with your Facebook Messenger. You can do that with Google as a tool called business messages um, from your Google business profile. So we're looking to make that more efficient. And then the beauty, since everyone knows how to text, it's an experience they already know how to manage on the business side where some of the live chat tools, it's not that easy. And so we see a lot of small businesses maybe only get one or two users on it. And they're the ones who know how to use it and turn it live and turn it off. And so you can't spread the conversations around. You can't directly connect people to someone on the team that can help them like you can with a business messaging app where you can actually transfer a full text conversation to someone else on the team to pick it up. So across those things, like I really see it as a, as a win for both sides and those win-wins when the consumer's happier and has a great customer experience. That ends up being a big win for the business. And as the business adjusts, again, anything is new, they get the win of efficiency. When I think you can handle somewhere between six to 10 text conversations in the same parameters, you could handle one phone conversation. So it just allows you to juggle more balls, get more things done and with more efficiency. And as we know, for most businesses, like running lean and not using up resources is always a, a big goal. Yeah, I'm seeing this more and more for those exact reasons. And then another one being and the social algorithms are really limiting exposure to folks who are really trying to build their community and, and build their following. And I mentioned this before on another podcast, but 
uh, one of my, the podcasts that I follow, Ed Milet, his Max Out podcast, he now does text twice a week. And he'll say one is a Monday inspirational text and Tuesday would be what his latest podcast episode is. You know, now you see it kind of pop up and it's kind of an interesting feeling you get because it's like, oh, Ed just texted me. But like, Ed doesn't know me from Adam, right? But like at the same time, there's a familiarity there Mm -hmm. and it feels more familiar, you know? And so I think that's where like the big like... I think transformations happening with regards to texting where initially it's kind of like, oh, this is my private crew. Like, you you know, I, I make the joke, uh, my daughter is 18. And what I've been told is like, for that generation, Snapchat texting is the first like level like that you get to. And then if the, that person becomes like a really good friend, then maybe you might go to the texting level, but or it might just stay in the Snapchat level, right? So like, so the texting is kind of like a little bit of a bar. It's kind of your inner circle. But once you kind of let somebody into that, it starts becoming a very like easy way to start building relationship too. So I like it for that aspect, but I wanted to ask you, Aaron, like, is this still like more of a demographic, more for like, like a mature marketer consumer? Because like, I don't think my kids like text at all. So man, you made some great points in there. Hopefully I can touch on a, on a couple of those. But to that question, what we've seen in the, in the younger audience when we've done this surveys is they still use text more than like phone calls and email. Yep. Yeah, but what true. we see them into is more messaging apps, right? Just as you mm-hmm. brought up, like Snapchat, um, WhatsApp, Facebook Messenger. Yep. So they diversify more where like you get into the 35 to 54 crowd, like text overwhelmingly and very little in messaging apps. And then that upper echelon, that's where you see the only one where like, um, you know, phone calls is still maybe a little bit ahead of, of text, but email lags across all of them, which I think is a really important thing to point out. Like Mm -hmm. I even in, in our article about, I kind of pointed, you know, tongue in cheek, like is email dead? Like our, our email inboxes are bloated. Um, everything we've ever signed up for, it's not something anyone's excited to go look into their email for. It's only True. when we need something or we know something's coming. So text messaging is still in this really great phase of it's not overcrowded. We manage it better. We get notifications on, on what's there and, you know, taking advantage of, of those for businesses being, you know, first movers and creating that experience and leveraging it as part of their brand and their experience. That definitely is a big plus. All right. Well, we had a ton of discussion there, so we'll move on to point number two here, which we did preempt a little bit, uh, but we'll dive a little deeper. And that is, it's not a channel you must respond to immediately. So I gave the example of having that client reach out for the first time and where texting was, you know, in its maturity, the expectation I felt was that I had to respond right away. Mm -hmm. We also talked in the previous point about chatbots and, you know, our feeling, and we've talked about this before on the show, is that they fail a lot of times because the response time is too overwhelming for the company to take that on, right? To have people, and like you said, Aaron, the technology itself and who can learn how to do it. And then really, are you gonna make it those one or two people that are gonna sit there and respond to everyone? And then people on the other side expecting the response or getting impatient, um, or there's some sort of programmed answer, right? That isn't the answer 99% of the time that you're actually trying to get to. And so all of that leads to a ton of frustration. But when we chatted, you know, we talked about the fact that 
With text messaging, you have more breathing room because the social practice is no longer that you have to respond right away. And so you can give yourself a little bit of grace. Obviously, you want to respond in a timely manner. We're not saying that you can let days go by or anything like that. But it's just more the point that Yes, there more people can do it because it's text, but also you can allow yourself a little more time than having to feel the pressure of immediate response. So, Aaron, I know, you know, you have more to say on this. And then also, if you could give some perspective on what is that window of time? Like, how yeah. much time do you actually have? Yeah, absolutely. And the good news is I'm somebody like I'm always so uh, strong in my opinions and convictions that I usually do research self-conducted and, and data to back it up. So I try to balance myself out to see if I'm right or wrong in, in my biased opinions. But one, we ran a survey to understand what are consumers' expectations. And what we found out with text messaging is the most popular time frame was a same day reply or longer. We even had some that said 48 hours was okay for reply text message for the consumer to be satisfied from a business. Okay. Small percentages, 10 to 15% in like minutes and, and hours but the bulk over 50% were like same day is absolutely acceptable in my experience for a reply. We were doing it, comparing it to live chat. In live chat, the expectation of over 50% of consumers was within minutes. Right. So there was that immediacy and we've all jumped onto chats. Like I'll just self-declare, I have never had a great chat experience yet. Right. Neither, I'm either neither. waiting for an agent. I waited so long. I went to another tab. Then when I remembered and came back, the agent was like, oh, it looks like you're not here. And they left. And now yep. I have to jump back in the queue again. AI and bots, I'm still yet to see. I, I usually kind of call it like glorified navigation, right? They're yeah, asking you questions. Talking. Yeah. They're trying to route you to a page on the website that exists. And yes, that definitely can be helpful. But a lot of times why people are seeking chat or seeking a real-time tool is because they want to engage with someone that can help them answer their specific question, reassure them, build trust. All the things that we know in a sales or a service process are really important to feeling taken care of and that you're making the, the right decision or you're getting your problem solved. So within that, when we look at it, we see text play out really well to that. Now, interesting enough, a, a study um, done on digital leads showed that the average response time to a digital lead is 17 hours which I think you're just asking for trouble, right? And how many times, especially with a small business, have we filled out a contact form? And it's kind of like sending off a, a balloon into the sky right. with a uh -huh. note card. And you're like, <laughs> will they ever answer this? You don't get an auto reply from the form. You have no idea if they receive it. Do they answer? Will they call? Will they email? Maybe you, you, know, you filled out 20 fields just to get it off. And then you don't hear yeah. back from that window replacement company or landscaper <laughs> or, or whatever it is. So for businesses, it really behooves you to use something that's more manageable and faster because people want to know immediately that you fielded it and that someone can get back to them. So like with our tool, an important aspect is there's an auto reply during your hours or after hours. So you can immediately reach out and say, hey, we got your text. Here's when you can expect a reply from us. If you need other help, here's an area to go, or here's how you can a link to book an appointment or, or whatever you're looking for. The after hours one, if they send it at 2 a.m., it'll automatically grab your next open time and be like, you know, we're not online right now, but we received your text. We'll start answering these again at 9 a.m. Central. Instant touch point and setting customer expectations are so important with what's there. And lastly, uh, you know, I talk a lot with people on just 
being conscious of that speed to lead, you don't want to let them hang too long. I tell most people like, if you're able to respond to those texts in a two to four hour window, like you're going to meet them where they're at and you're going to make them feel good because they weren't stuck in a live chat window where you can't move from your computer. You can go run your errands, go about your day, go on your lunch break, whatever else. When the business gets back to you, you get a reply. Again, it's that asynchronous. You get the notification. Uh, you're able to see what's going on and then reply back to them on your time. For the business, the really big win is Right? The average time of an email reply is 90 minutes. The average reply of a text is 90 seconds. So even if you are not managing it to this breakneck speed, your customer is likely responding right when they see your response. So you're automatically cutting the cycle of communication in half by being in this channel and allowing the customer to communicate faster with you, which is great for your business, keeps them engaged and keeps them looking for another provider, other answers, cooling off on making the purchase or going through with it. So all of those things uh, combined and all those numbers hopefully speak to like, this really is a, a great channel uh, to be in to communicate with your customers and prospects. Still need help in growing your marketing smarts? Contact us through our website, forthright-people.com. We can help you become a savvier marketer through coaching or training you and your team or doing the work on your behalf. Please also help us grow the podcast by rating and reviewing on your player of choice and sharing with at least one person. Now, go show off your marketing smarts.